listening to Amazing Life Podcast, the best podcast in the world. Greetings from all the team at Amazing Life Podcast. We say hello to you. We thank God for your lives. And it's great to come your way once more. I tell you, there's so many things happening in the world. Looking at our economy, job losses, frustrations, even with the results that was released last week. And what's going to happen this week? Hey, but God wants us to know that he is God and we've got to trust in him. In Psalm 46, I'll just read a few verses. It says, God is our refuge and our strength and very present help in trouble. Therefore, you will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. The Lord is saying that you should not fear, but trust in him. So my message this morning, really, or the thing that's going to flow through this podcast is be still and know that he is God. And whatever you do, you've got to put Christ first. Because when Christ is first, everything else would follow. So then I'll read verse 10, which says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord is still in control, regardless of what is happening around us or the upheavals. The Lord is still in charge. And my friends, just rest your soul and know that the Lord is God. So if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, do whatever you can to share with your friends. If it's on Twitter, it's a live icon. If it's If it's on YouTube, it's Amazing Life Podcast. And the same on Instagram, it's Amazing Life Podcast. Do whatever you can. Share it. Thumbs up. Let your friends know that you're listening to wonderful, wonderful things on this podcast. And hey, it's good for them to join in. So whatever you do this week, remember, be still and know that Jesus or Christ is Lord.
The song you just listened to was To Me Raw by Joe Metal. Oh, power belongs to a God. And as I said earlier, he's still in control. He's still in charge. You just need to be still and know that he's God. The next section, we have the word for the week by Minister Justin Amenu. Yes, 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 yes. She's back in the house. And the title of her message is Put God First. Yes, because when God is first, that we can be still and know that he is in charge and he rules in the affairs of us, in our economy, in the lives of our children, in other nations, where there's turmoil, the Lord is still in charge if we put him first. So after the word for the week, it will be followed by the week review of news and sports with myself and Lady Donna Agbemabiesa. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to go anywhere. So do whatever you can and let your friends know that we're having a good time. Share, 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 and share again. Stay tuned. It's a joy and a blessing to come your way again. Our word for today is put God first. Let's start by considering a few questions. If I were to ask, do you love Jesus? I'm assuming your answer will be a resounding yes, which is great. And if I should ask, how do you show God you love him? Is it by what you do for him or say to him? Do you show it in your conduct, in your speech, in your attitude, in your work? Now let's consider our personal relationships with friends, spouses, children, family. We do our best to show how much we care. We get to know them, what they love, what their interests are, and use that knowledge to express our love. It is important to us and to our relationship that we do so. We do things for them and give gifts to show our love. We make every effort to avoid doing things they don't like, things that will hurt them. We make our loved ones a priority. So how do you show your love for the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Creator of all things, and the one by whose grace and mercy you and I live and breathe? Have you made an effort to know him, to know what he loves, desires, and do you strive to please him? Does he have priority, or are we busy chasing after all the world has to offer first? In Matthew 6.33, Jesus, who is one with the Father, tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first. Make it a priority. Make it a goal. The Amplified Version says, Aim at, 
strive after. And the Passion Translation says, so above all, constantly chase after. This suggests that we must deliberately target and work at seeking God's kingdom constantly. It requires time, effort, and discipline. It doesn't just happen. Now, what is this kingdom of God? Romans 14, 17 tells us that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. To me, this suggests a way of life, choosing to live a particular way. Just like one who chooses to become a vegetarian, a vegan, or the best in their field of sport must be disciplined and live a particular way. Striving after the kingdom of God and his righteousness is also a deliberate decision to do things God's way. It's about choosing to live a life that accepts and acknowledges the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and what its implications are for us, that we are saved, sanctified, justified, and called to live in freedom as children of God. It's choosing to live a life that seeks to continue walking in holiness as people set apart for God. Choosing to fix our minds and meditate on things that are honorable, praiseworthy, excellent, virtuous, lovely, gracious, and pure. Deciding to be good, faithful, trustworthy, kind, gentle, patient, peaceful, loving, and joyful. Letting our words edify, exhort, uplift, heal, and bless. Doing everything as unto the Lord. Meditating on God's word and walking in obedience to his word. Allowing his Holy Spirit to fill us completely. When we choose to live this way, we learn to trust God. We please God. We get to know God better. We live in peace. His joy fills our heart. We put God first. So once again, I ask, how do you show God you love him? Does he have priority? Whatever you do, be sure you are striving constantly after his kingdom and his righteousness. Don't stop and don't let go. The Holy Spirit is our helper and will lead us into all truth. If you miss a step, just look forward and try again. Everything about his kingdom and his righteousness is in his word. Let's dig into it. Seek his face in prayer and ask him to help you. Put God first above all else and everything you need he will add to you in abundance over and above anything you can think or imagine. Put God first. God bless you. Lady Donna, you're so good. I should let you start this recording. So um, just to pick up on what we left off three weeks ago, as again, I don't know where the time has gone. We talked about Lebanon, Lebanon being in crisis, needing money urgently from the IMF. But um, a week later, they had this blast which killed 200 people and injured 4,000 people. Um, the blast is linked to the storage of 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate. And apparently, this was stored near the port where they had paint and fireworks in the same place. 
and Lebanon is quite hot, I'm told, during summer. So they did not even know why those two um, items will be stored in the same place. But it's a tragedy and we need to pray for the people of Lebanon. We also talked about um, Belarus, the presidential um, election happening, seeking a sixth term in office. Well, the president won a sixth term, but people are not happy. They're taken to the streets. The opposition leader had to go into exile and people are still expressing the anger. She was on the news saying that they need to respect the results, but people were not fooled because they think she was forced to make that um, confession or make that claim that they should respect the government of the day. But people have taken to the street to protest on their own. Do you want to come in before I start the news hitting the headline this week, Donna? Well, um, just to say, obviously, what a tragedy, what's happened in Lebanon, and yeah. uh, we continue to pray for them. Um, the good thing is that they've had offers of help from um, most countries, well, um, most Western countries. So we just hope that with this, it will take a long time, but at least with the Office of Help coming in. And, and actually, we have had developments, isn't it, since then, the whole government has resigned. So, in a way, the people have got what they, they've asked for because for a long time, there's there's been corruption in the country and um, the people, they haven't been able to do anything about That's it. it. But mm-hmm. Exactly. With this tragedy, unfortunately, um, it's, it, with this tragedy happening, the people are fed up enough. They've, they actually said enough is enough. And now the government has resigned. So I guess it will pave or we hope that it will pave the way for um, some new form of government that would then um, put them onto a better path for, the, for their country. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is good. And so we pray that the good government comes in, that the needs and plight of the citizens will be met because they are in deep poverty and they need urgent help. Now, the main news in our country, we have the VJ Day 75th anniversary, which stands for Victory Over Japan, where Japan surrounded and that marked the end of the Second World War. So, 75th anniversary, and we salute all our servicemen and women who fought um, to save the country, or the all countries all over the world. Well, and now we have to talk about the A-levels, which is the main thing hitting the headlines at the moment, where 70, uh, 59% of predicted grades were given to the student, but 39% were downgraded in England. In, and it's, um, in Scotland, the government has made a U-turn, but it's, the idea is with these marks staying as the way they are, people poorer in this country, in England, will be hit worst where the grades will be downgraded not due to the fault, but due to the school that they go to or due to the postcode or where they live do you have any take on that yeah it's just a real shame isn't it and um you know the, the fact of the matter is that because of the coronavirus situation there was never going to be a sort of fairer system or a better system to um award grades to students so it, yes. it's a real shame but saying that uh, a friend of mine's son has been affected and he was predicted a star and two a's in the end he was given a b c and unfortunately that's as a result of um randomly being selected for moderation so
So like you said, you know, it's a, it's a lottery really because you can work so hard or you can be predicted to get um, good grades. But then if it happens that your school in the past, this is how they've performed, then they select out of the results, they select randomly a number of um, students' grades to moderate and then to downgrade it, which is really unfair. So what this means is that this, this um, my friend's son, this boy in question, yes. he's had to go through clearing. Um, he's got one of the universities he chose. It's not his first choice university. He's got the university, but then he's been asked to do a foundation year instead of a normal three-year course. They're looking at um, possibly appealing. I mean, I know the government has said that they have the triple lock system in place, which is you can use your um, predicted grades, your mock exam results, or you can sit the exam in, in, in the autumn. And they think that that system is quite robust and it's a fair system, but actually um, it's not because, again, going yeah. back to my friend's son, he's going to have to do an additional year, whereas if he was given his predicted grades, he wouldn't have, and actually he would have gone to his first choice university. So, you know, there are a lot of consequences for um, for the students here. Yeah, people are, people are saying that if they've gone for their um, predicted grades, some teachers will inflate in it. But then also if you go with the mock exams, the mock exams is to give you a kick, to um, give you a wake-up call to do well in your exam. So it's difficult to use any of these. But then the argument has been put forward is is better to use the predicted grades because everybody knows that in year 2020, because of the virus, things wouldn't be perfect anyway. So it's best to use the teacher's predicted grades because they know the students rather than using this algorithm which is not um which is widening the division within the country regarding the rich and the poor exactly mm. exactly so let's see what the uh, education minister uh, comes up with hopefully well, he this does... morning actually uh -huh. yeah and saying that this morning there's another climb down from the government because um with the appeals they were going to let the individuals or the schools pay for it but then they've climbed down on that saying that the government will bear all costs because um, oh. it can cost between 100 to 150 pounds per exam so yeah the government has now said that it will bear the cost of the appeals the, the, the information is so fluid and i tell you i'm sure by the time that this podcast is aired <laughs> something else would have happened but then it the, surprise me. loads yeah. of calls are being pushed for the education secretary to be sacked. I, I, I'm just saying, let's see what happens um, yeah. in, the, in the next coming hours or even days. And we hope that with the GCSEs coming up next week, uh, we don't have a repeat session and we wish all the students the best in it. And whatever yeah. algorithms that has been used will be fair. And again, does not widen the social disparity in the country we'll move yeah. on swiftly to um, the relaxation oh no actually we'll go with france um people coming from france netherlands monaco your favorite country malta they will have to quarantine 14 days when they get back into the country it's a shift uh, swift decisions or announcement which is causing the um the travel industry a, a lot of headache because they're not sure what countries will be put on this list 
which will require people to observe the 14 days quarantine. But then again, yeah, so lots of um, flights and the ferries were working very hard over um, the night to make sure that they bring people back in before the 4 a.m. and deadline kicks in. Um, So your favorite country um, or your destination, Monaco, Donna, it's not on the list when you return 14 days quarantine. But then there's I was a, planning to go anyway. You were not well, planning to go. You were planning on going to Monaco. Yeah, I was planning to go, but well, at the time, yeah, in May I was planning to go, but uh, yeah, the, the, the situation was different then. We couldn't even travel. Can you believe that you're planning to go to Monaco for Formula One? I mean, come on. I like football, but I haven't even decided to even go to Manchester to see a game. Anyway, okay. So moving on with uh, the relaxation of um, lockdown rules um, from Saturday, which is the 15th of August, we have indoor theatres, music and performance venues. They will open with audience observing the social distancing and then close contact beauticians like um, facials, threading and stuff can open as well same as soft play areas wording receptions is up to 30 guests but if you're in a community where the lockdown applies then all these uh, relaxation of lockdowns does not apply to you so basically if you're in a lockdown community you wouldn't have the uh, indoor theaters opening you wouldn't have the facial opening and then wedding reception obviously wouldn't be up to 30 guests because you have to observe lockdown rules um do you want to come in on that anything about that there you want to mention um no then just to add bowling alleys have been open now and i was just thinking actually that um you're trying to check me out i'm sorry you're trying to check me out to bowling no 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 no. oh how dare you (laughs) if you go bowling i think i was just thinking would i prefer i think i'll feel more comfortable wearing gloves to bowl (laughs) If that would work, then yeah, because I know they'll dis- disinfect their bowling balls. But I think if I were to go, I would probably wear gloves to bowl. Yeah, yeah I think there were. It was on the news that uh, they were trying. They will get you to wear your own shoes, so you don't have to take them off. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's to, you know, just to limit the contacts that you have with people. Yeah. In there, um, with face masks, wearing of face masks, I think it's been successful because. Everywhere I've been, I, I, I see people observing wearing fake masks. But then there is, uh, or face covering, um, there is a fine of £3,200. If you're a repeat offender, um, that fine has removed, been increased from £100 to £3,200, where the government is now pushing and making sure that people wear face covering in closed places. Are you in favour of the fine? that's ridiculous i wonder how many fines have been issued but obviously it tells you um that severity of the situation that you know we we need to take this serious and it is it is helping because the numbers have leveled infection cases have actually leveled off in england that was in in the news yesterday so yeah it is working thank god yeah Yeah. just moving uh, across the shores we have Senator Camilla Harris, um, who's been selected to run with um, presidential candidate Joe Biden for the Democrats' ticket to um, fight the elections in November against President Trump. So we hope people will go out or Senator uh, Harris will get people off the couch to go and vote in November. The elections are heating up and yeah 
those in the USA, I'm sure they have their own thoughts and views about that. Do you have anything to say about this? Because she, her, her, Senator Kamala, her parents are Indian and African origin. So a woman of yeah. color. And it's great to see uh, yeah. a, a similar so, um, phase up made, there. Yeah, so she's made history by becoming the first um, black woman um, to be chosen uh, as vice president yeah. for um, a big party, a big party in America. And what's interesting about this is um, the fact that Joe Biden, Joe Biden is 77. So he, well, this is what's being said. We obviously he's 77, so he's quite old. Very but old. Then he, <laughs> it doesn't. We don't know. Should they win the? Should they win in November? We don't know whether he would then seek another term. So this could be really significant, and it could be a path Where for America to have a first woman, first woman president, and a first black woman president. That's... So this is a very interesting situation here. That potentially Hillary tried. Yeah. Hillary tried the last time yes, she to did. become the first woman president in America. Isn't it shocking that the so-called developed, the most developed country in the world? They haven't had a woman president. It's just so, a gender thing that they, yeah. it, it wouldn't, yeah. Yeah. So this could be really interesting. That should the Biden Harris tickets work, should they win? That it then creates a path for Kamala to be the first woman black president of the of the United the States. States. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good time for them both. So we pray that um, things work out well for them. And the will of the Lord will certainly be established in November as to who wins the elections. Yeah. Uh, moving across the shores, we have the Navy being asked by the Home Office to come in to help. It's to do with helping migrants moving from France to come to the UK um, for asylum. They, they have this political 10 pushbacks where they want to push back the migrants that um, are coming into the UK back to France. But from the legal quarters, um, it's an illegal move by the government uh, because when because when one comes to a country that uh, they get to, they can claim asylum and you cannot send them back. Obviously, you need to go through the process before you can be deported. But yes, the Navy has been caught in. Fans, I'm not sure if they're playing ball on it because uh, we've got... Um, the Brexit on the cards and France now being put on the uh, the list of countries that you need to quarantine when you come back. So I'm sure France may be folding their arms to see how things pan out from the um, English shores. <laughs> I'm sure they're now um, moving a finger. Anyway, th this is just a thought. Uh, we also have oil spill in Mauritius. Um, the oil is seeped into uh, mango groves in between rocks and the lagoons. Um, the tanker came from um, Japan. Locals are doing everything they can to help um, remove this oil from the water. But then the officials and the governor are saying the natives shouldn't touch the oil. They have to wait for the experts to come in. But they also shout and hey, by the time the experts get here, um, the, the seabed is being affected by the oil and they need to do something. So that's in Mauritius with the oil spill. Is there anything I've missed that you want to add to it or anything that's caught your eye this week 
Donna, that you want to come in before we get to sports? Yeah, just a quick reminder for um, people who are listening to Eat Out to Help Out because that's Monday to Wednesdays throughout August and I used it um, on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Okay. I used it on Tuesday. We went to London Zoo and we ate in one of the restaurants there and I was very happy with what we paid in the end. So, yeah. Okay. Eat out, eat out to help out, rather. Eat out, help out, yeah. Okay, so everybody being urged to eat, eat out Monday to Wednesday. I went to the to the restaurant. I didn't know there was just Monday to Wednesday. Uh, it was on a Friday, and I was insisting on a discount. I said, "Oh, actually, madam, it's Monday to Wednesday." And I thought, <laughs> "Okay, let me just shut up and pay the bill." But hey, whatever you do, make sure you eat out to help out. And, and, and people are actually enjoying, I think on Wednesday, as I was driving in and stacking traffic, I could see queues by a restaurant because people are taking advantage of this. So listeners, whatever you do, make sure you take advantage of this because it's quite exciting. The last point I've got to, to end our news section and then we'll move on to sports is uh, we have Israel and the UAE, United Arab Emirates, um, in a great peace talk where President Trump calls it as a peaceful, secure, and prosperous Middle East. Um, but then you have people like the Palestine and Iran not happy with this um, peace talks, or should I say, peace treaty between Israel and the UAE. They think they've been sold out. Uh, it therefore brings about a formalization of activities between the two countries, such as tourism, education, science, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Israel and UAE are new friends and the two of us shall also continue to be friends I hope and I believe okay moving on from there to sports we have the world snooker championship where Ronnie O'Sullivan the rocket whoa 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 is in the final against Ann Wilson it will be played Saturday 15th of August and 16th of August the times are 130 to 1.30 there are four sessions it's um, an all played over this two days. So two sessions for Saturday, two sessions for Sunday, one thirty and 7.30 and one thirty and 7.30 on respective days. Um, I don't know why they have two sessions. I don't know whether they get tired, but yeah. So two sessions there for you to enjoy. So many things happening on, on, the, on the TV regarding the sport. I'm so excited. Watched a football game, UEFA Championship League being played in Portugal at the moment. Where Bayer beat Barcelona 8 2. I was just looking at it thinking <laughs> it's going to be 10 2 by the end of the final whistle, <laughs> but it only ended 8 2. The people were sharp. We've got Man City in there, so go on, Man City. Hopefully, they can secure a place in the final if they get their acts together. The finals will be played on the 23rd of August at 8 pm, and yeah, at the stadium Estadio da Luz. I hope I was there, but then with with it being played behind closed doors, it I think it's people that can focus mentally rather than riding on the wave of the fans' um, support. They are the ones that uh, are pushing through the sports mm-hmm. during these uh, unprecedented times. With tennis, women's tennis, uh, we have two tournaments being played at Prague and Lexington. Obviously, being by us, Serena Williams was playing at Lexington, but then she won. Uh, she, well, did she win? No, she lost her match against Shirley Rogers. Um, three sets quite close, uh, but then Shirley 
um, won this game with Serena says she's got loads to take from this game um, the next tournament coming up is the US Open so hopefully she might go to win that uh, the last time that she lost a match before a major tournament uh, was in 2017 where Madison beat her in Auckland New Zealand in the second round or also a three setter Serena wasn't happy about it but then went on to win the Australian Open in 2017 so hopefully this loss will be a kick in the backside for Serena to win the US Open which starts on the 31st of August and ends 13th of September madam over to you do you have anything for Formula One um, so in Formula One, there was the 70th anniversary race last week at Silverstone. Oh, right. Yeah. I um, that then. And Max Verstappen, who drives for Red Bull, he won the race, and that was um, he did really well. But unfortunately, the Mercedes team got affected by the high temperatures. If you remember, last week was very very hot yeah. here in England, so um, they 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 affected their their tires more than the red bull of max verstappen so anyway he won and personally even though i'm a mercedes fan and a lewis hamilton fan i was glad that max won because it just seemed like mercedes were going to run away with this with it, championship yeah. because they, they are so good that their car is really really fast so in a way i was happy we'll give him the one but it will be yeah. back to winning ways so today <laughs> Tomorrow, today is qualifying, and then tomorrow is the race. But they've gone and they've moved on to Barcelona now, so they're having the um, the Grand Prix in, uh, in in Barcelona on Sunday. So, we'll be back to winning ways for the Mercedes team. The Mercedes team, whom I support. Yeah, wonderful. Um, do you know anything about horse racing? Uh, no, no, I don't know. I, I just thought we, uh, we might say something about horse racing because now everybody is um, playing something. So uh, I just thought we might mention that there, but nothing to say about horse racing. So I think um, it's good all round. Um, sports on our TVs, exciting times. Let's enjoy it. Let's work hard. Let's pray hard as well for the countries that have been affected, like. Um, the people in Lebanon and also in Belarus for tensions to calm down. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, so much, Donna. You have been exceptional this week again. Hopefully, we will meet again in two weeks' time when we do the next recording. Thank you so much. Thank and thank you, thank you again for having me. You, are, a pleasure. it's a pleasure to have you, my dear. I think the feeling is mutual. All right, <laughs> have a great weekend, my dear. God bless. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the news review and sports. So many things happening in the UK, in Lebanon, in Belarus, in the USA. We've got to spend time and just pray and commit these countries into the hands of the Lord. And again and then again, let's be still and know that he's God. Now I'm going to share a secret song with you. In all these turmoil, there's a song that I was run to and that stills my soul. It's Esipambawene. And it's sang by Intercoso and Mambo. Now, know that the Lord is still in charge, is still in control, and He wants you to be still. And Isipam Bamweni means near the cross or on the cross. Enjoy.
As I discovered, I listened to Premier Praise and I heard her sing. Her voice is so crisp and so exciting. Her name is Claudia Isaki and the song is I Won't Let Go. I want you to listen. I hope you like it too. Stay tuned. Sometimes I feel like the only one making sacrifices Then I remember that you died for my sins 
There's nothing left to say yeah, yeah. Other times I feel like I'm the only one I'm leading Like I'm the only one I'll ever need then You come and save the day yeah, yeah. Too many times I tried to do it all by myself Thinking I have all the tools in the set And it wouldn't be no help to do what life demands When hope dies and I have reality to face You're the one helping me slow down my pace Showing me what matters is what you want, yeah What matters is what you want, I know But no one would bother listen Then you invite me, child, come lay your burden See how I pour on you endless graces And yesterday I wished I had someone to hold me close And someone to make me feel loved and chosen Now I'm good with you and myself It's falling into place It's falling into place, oh It's falling into place Yeah, the waves were raging The storm were up When I feel out of place Your love will be my home And the clouds will swell Yeah, the sky will fall But I won't let go of your love No other place but here, Lord Through the pain and everything I see You're the one who brings me peace Too soon our time is up and we've got to run so that you can enjoy your Sunday afternoon. You can enjoy and have time with friends. But in all these things, I want you to know at the back of your mind, be confident of this fact that Jesus is still in control. Jesus wants us to be still. We've got to do our part. We've got to put him first. We've got to do our part. We've got to put the hard work in it. And in all things, know that he is in charge. Let's put our anxieties before the Lord. And know that he will take care of every burden. So again and again, if you listen to us on SoundCloud, on YouTube, or on Instagram, it's Amazing Life Podcast. If it's on Twitter, it's at Live Icon. Let your friends know that you're listening to wonderful stuff on this podcast. And we love you immensely from the bottom of my heart. So the last two songs to sing us out of this week's podcast a situation by Jonathan McReynolds is a song request by our own Lady Donna Agbuma Biesen. And then the last song, ah, again and again, is Intercoza and Mambo. It's a Zulu worship melody. 
just to rest our soul and to rest our heart. Cast all burdens onto the Lord, for he cares for you. I love you so much. Till I come your way once more, remember, be still and know that Christ is in charge. I love you. Bye-bye. I ask for things that I think that I need. I get frustrated when you disagree. And you're always listening closely to I'm not hoping that it all goes exactly how I want No, I'm not asking you to do it Or asking that you don't I'm just inviting you to my situation Come through cause I want you in my situation I'm just inviting you Asking that